0: I'm sorry, but unfortunately, one of your polyps tested positive for colon cancer. It's episode 354 of the Dan York Report, and it's been a while, a long while, since I've really recorded regular episodes, and there's a couple of big, massive reasons. This summer has been the summer of chaos, brought about in part by our move to Shelburne, Vermont, from Keene, New Hampshire, after 10 years living in Keene, but also uh, by the big C. You see, back at the end of June... I went and had a screening colonoscopy, as they call it. I turned 50 last October. And as part of that, there's a set of tests that they encourage everyone my age to to take. Actually, the American uh, Medical Association is now encouraging people as young as 45 to have colonoscopies. But anyway, at the the time, last year, the, the recommendation was 50. And I had a whole bunch of tests, all the kind of stuff to test how good you're in and how good of a health you're in, all that kind of stuff. And overall, I was great. But I had one more. I had this colonoscopy. And I think nobody gets very excited about doing it because the preparation is quite terrible. You have to drink a whole load of terrible chemicals. And, I mean, they just taste bad. And you have to go and basically sit on the toilet for much of a day while you wind up flushing everything out of your system to go into a you know, a doctor's office and have somebody stick a probe up your bottom. Now, I mean, the good news is you're sedated for that, so you don't actually feel any of that and you come out the other side and everything's there. But I'd put this off for a good eight months or so and then as we were getting prepared to go to Vermont, I struggled because I said, Ah, I'll put it off until I get to get to Vermont, find new doctors, do all that And then I sat there and I thought about the insurance headaches, quite honestly, and Having to go and get set up with another doctor, do all the process, get a colonoscopy approved through my insurance provider, all of those good, glorious things. And the mental headache and all of that of doing it was uh, more than I wanted. So I just said, you know what? I'll call them. I'll get the colonoscopy. It'll all be great. We'll move. Life will be fine. So I did. Call, you know, went in, did my thing, drank my liquids, did all stuff. And the doctor went in, looked through, came back and said, well, there were a couple of little small polyps, little growths. But uh, they all looked benign. Don't think there's much there. You know, see you. So I was like, cool, awesome. I, I can, uh, I've done this. I can now forget about it till the next one in 10 years. And I could just get back to packing boxes because we're closing on the house in Vermont in about a week. And we got to do other stuff. Well, two days later, four o'clock on a Friday afternoon, I get a call from the doctor who basically said, well, I'm sorry to tell you that one of those polyps did in fact test positive for colon cancer. Now, he said, unfortunately I can't tell you more than that. The polyp is shaped kind of like a lollipop if you think about it. And unfortunately the, the cancer was, uh, was all the way from the like the, the main part of the lollipop down the stem and so he couldn't know whether it had spread anywhere else. So we arranged some tests to come back in the following week, everything else. Uh, Lori, my wife, and I were sitting there looking at each other saying, what the heck, we're supposed to close on the house in Shelburne, Vermont, in a week? Do we do this? Do we pull the plug in the whole thing? What do we do? It was quite an insanely stressful time, incredibly stressful, all of this, everything else. Now, the kicker was, of course, all my other tests had come back fine. You know, I could lose some weight, but otherwise, everything else, you know, blood levels, uh, cholesterol, you know, fluid, everything, all things looked pretty good. So, we sat there, (laughs) like, pretty stressful weekend. Ironically, interestingly, as a side note, the reason he called me was because I had signed up for electronic medical Uh, receipts or whatever. I I receive electronic medical updates and so shortly that afternoon I was going to get an email that told me that I had new lab results to go look and if I went and looked at those they did in fact say in medical terminology which was a little bit hard to decipher but basically it said I had cancer. So he was calling me because I was going to get the electronic notification and he wanted me to hear it from a person first and I greatly appreciated that. This was at Cheshire Medical Center down in Keene. And it was great to, to hear that, to know that, to see that kind of thing. So the next week, went in for a bunch of blood tests, went in for some uh, for an MRI to check the whole area around there, went in for a flexible sigmoidoscopy, which is basically where you're conscious and they stick a probe up your bottom to go and look through things, not quite as invasive as a, as a uh, colonoscopy, et cetera. But went, did that all stuff, Everything looked negative. The, uh, the, test, the blood test came back. I did not have the markers in my blood for cancer that was spread anywhere. Um, they did some more probes around the area where the polyp had been and couldn't find anything in there. So it could be it could be, that everything was negative. You know, the one polyp they found there might be all that was in my body. Huh. But they had no idea. But it all looked negative. So Laurie and I decided to take a great leap of faith. Get the house in Vermont. Start the whole move. Do all this kind of stuff. Everything else. But then, going in and talking to the doctor, uh, the doctor in Keene, he said what would later be said by the same person up in up in Vermont was that, uh, you know, you don't know. You don't know. they Because the cancer went all the way down the stem, there is still a chance that it could be in the colon wall or in the uh, in the lymph nodes that surround the colon. So he thought that it probably made sense to have surgery, to have it removed and looked at, all that kind of stuff. But then we moved to the Burlington, Vermont area. I wound up going to a new set of doctors up at the UVM Medical Center in Burlington, Vermont, the big teaching hospital up here. And they reviewed all those records, looked at all that stuff, and basically came back, um, the doctor, the surgeon who I worked with here, came back and offered me a choice. He said, you know, look, the reality is that cancer might be all of it. He said, you know, it it might be it. You probably have a two to 5% chance that cancer could come back. The kind of cancer that was found in that polyp was an aggressive malignant strain of cancer that could go out into the rest of my body and metastasize, as they say, or evolve, morph into something else. So it could come back as colon cancer. It could also come back as liver cancer, brain cancer, I don't know, bone cancer, any kind of cancer. It could come back as something else. So he said, you know, there's a 2 to 5% chance you could still have cancer in there. It could be there. Flipping that around in my own brain, of course, it means there's a 95 to 98% chance that I have no more cancer and I could live the rest of my life without being affected by this particular cancer. You know, of course, I could have others, but this particular cancer could, could not be there. However, the other choice, he said, was, well, you can have surgery to remove the sigmoid, which I didn't even know I had until all this began, but it apparently is a name for the lower part of the colon, not the part of the rectum where it connects to your your behind you know and that kind of thing but it's between that and your the rest of your long intestine and everything else all of which probably has other names which I don't know yet either but anyway the sigmoid part was there he said remove that then they can go and completely test it test the colon walls test the surrounding lymph nodes do all of that and see if there's any more cancer Unfortunately, our technology that we have today is not at the point where you could go and test those lymph nodes. And that's the big thing, the big worry is could it be in those lymph nodes because from there it can go to the rest of the body. Now, of course, the challenge was there's a 2 to 3% chance that there could be complications with the surgery and some of those could be quite nasty. You could have basically they're slicing out a part of your colon, reconnecting the other two. And so just kind of like any plumbing, you got to hope that the joint (laughs) doesn't leak because if it leaks, it leaks into your abdominal cavity and you're leaking waste into your abdominal cavity and all sorts of gross things happen. And you might have to deal with colostomies and illostomies and other ostomy things and stuff that just is really uh, yuck. So I sat there. Lori and I debating about what the heck were we going to do? What's the right path? What's to do this? Now, you know, some of you who know me for a while or have been listening know that my wife, Lori, went through breast cancer seven years ago back in 2011. And breast cancer is uh, particularly invasive. It can live in your body. She killed her body with with. Um, you know, chemotherapy with Herceptin, with lots of different things that just brutally attacked and and wrecked her body so that it could be as free of, of the cancer as possible. But it still could come back. You never totally are free of breast cancer. It's always possibly there. The specter is always looming over us that it could come back in some way and it could come back as liver cancer, bone cancer, brain cancer, whatever cancer. It's, it's, it's a beast. Breast cancer is, you're never really cured of it. So <laughs> we sat there and said, well, do we want to take the thing where we're, take the choice where we're sitting there worrying about me too? Um, all indications in my understanding is that with colon cancer, the good news is it doesn't spread quite as as strongly as breast cancer or as quickly and so if they take it out, do that, remove it, test it, all of that, then um, we should have a pretty good solid uh, news. We should know. So after a lot of debate, because I've never done surgery, never really gone under general anesthesia, all of that kind of stuff, we decided that it was more the, the potentially temporary pain and, and chaos of a surgery was worth it much more than living with that looming threat of colon cancer. So we did it. August 28th, I went in. I uh, was in there for the time. And now this is September 3rd, 4th, actually. I'm back out, I'm at work, I'm doing all this. I actually came out about a day and a half or so later. I was in the hospital all day on Wednesday and then Thursday morning I was basically cleared to go and went home that midday or so. Um, you know, I there was a good bit of pain. It was, not to trivialize it, it was hard. You know, they they did a lot of preventative things here uh, in advance with a lot of antibiotics. They did stuff with a morphine drip to go and make sure that I was, uh, or a morphine um, in- injection, basically, and some other things to help me be uh, clear. And so far, knock on wood, I've been able to. <laughs> <laughs> That's our dog, love it. Um, <laughs> I've been able to go and uh, keep clear of pain just using Tylenol. I haven't had to get into narcotics or opioids or the other things which are the typical tools they use to go and manage it. So, you know, each day I've now been slowly learning as everybody else who's ever had a surgery has learned in their own way that each day is a small, is a series of small victories. You know, I was able to walk around the block the first day at an insanely slow pace. And then, you know, the next day I could walk around a little quicker. You know, now I'm walking around at a pretty much normal pace. The first day it was a struggle just to go and, and well, the very first day I could hardly move and sit up. They did this, you know, surgery laparoscopically. So they made a bunch of holes in my stomach and my abdominal cavity wall went in there and then they made a big hole where they pulled out the colon and everything else, the sigmoid. So... You know, I've got a whole bunch of metal staples and everything inside my stomach that will come out in ten days or so. Hi, but uh, each day a little bit more, a little bit more. I was able to walk. Then I was able to go and and drive the other day. We went for a little walk. Took the ferry across Lake Champlain to Essex, New York. You know, was able to eat. I've been eating more and more and eating on a regular basis and doing those kind of things and slowly starting to get it get my functions all back here. So I'm blessed in so many ways it It was wonderful, and I just have to thank you know so many people. thank the doctors and nurses at u v m Medical Center and before that at Cheshire Medical Center in Keene, you know thanking my friends and family, my wife, my kids, everybody, my parents for coming over and helping out it's uh, It's truly been you know as good as this can be now we'll see keep going on. I I was able to put on regular pants yesterday. These are, again, small little victories, Um, although they might be coming off today and going back to elastic running pants just because there's a set of cut with a set of uh, staples right underneath my belt line. But these are the things, you know, each day getting a little bit better going on. Now, my big message, if you've listened this far, is that if you are coming up to 50 or 45 or if you're somewhere and they recommend a screening colonoscopy, it worked for me. They found the cancer. Don't delay. Don't put it off for a year or two years or three years or five years or ten years. Just do it. Yes, the preparation is just terrible, all right? But the preparation doing that, hopefully you all will be clean. But if you're not, you know, had I not done this, the cancer might have continued to grow, metastasize. And when it was found it would have been a much more terrible, terrible stage where I would have had to go and have much more dramatic things. Now, I don't know. I'm not out of the woods yet. I'm still waiting sometime this week to hear about the results of the biopsies to find out if, in fact, I do have a you know, greater level of cancer. You know, I may still have chemo. I may have other things ahead of me. I don't know. But the fact is, had I not had that colonoscopy, had I not decided to go and had that test done, it could have come back as something much, 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 much worse. So do it. Don't delay. If somebody's you know recommending you get a colonoscopy, do it. That's all I have to say. Just do it. For all of you, for all of those you love, for all of the people around you, your friends, everyone else, just go get that colonoscopy. Meanwhile, I'm going to keep on going here each day, learning a little bit more, doing a little bit more, and hopefully getting these darn staples out soon. But that's part of it, right? And going on from here. That's all for now. Again, get your colonoscopy if you're up for one. And you can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. You're welcome to leave comments here on SoundCloud or anywhere you see us on social media. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.